Welcome to the Happy Mean Podcast. Uh, today, it is a pleasure for me to introduce you my first guest. Uh, his name is Adam, and he is the anchor of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast and the Real BTF podcast. Um, check him out too on Instagram and Facebook for a daily dose of a positive mindset and positive thoughts and also just fun and random strange things to think about um, I hope you appreciate this this conversation it's interesting it's funny a little strange at some points um, but overall a lot of fun I do change the topic drastically at one point of the conversation and I apologize for that I could have not done that uh, but ultimately my conclusion of this uh, well I'll tell you after Ch check it out let me know what you think and then I'll tell you what I think and enjoy Please note that we are both speaking out of experience and maybe we're not experts at what we're talking about. So don't take this anything personal or too serious. We are two, two people having a conversation about existence, life and growth in, in the ways that we think. And I invite you to come in to this conversation with an open heart. Uh, make your own conclusions and enjoy and then send me your thoughts because I would love to hear bye bye okay. <laughs> yes excellent well hi Welcome. how are you I'm good how are you thank you for joining us oh it should be a lot of fun I think so. I, I'm looking forward to it. I was just listening to your podcast. Uh, for everybody listening, welcome in. This is Adam from the Mental Mastery Alliance. And you have two podcasts, no? Uh, I'm on a bunch of them, but right now yeah, we More? primarily have, we have two, yeah. Well, I have one. The Mental Mastery Alliance has one. The secondary podcast is just sort of a fun little project right now between a few uh, of my friends and I sort of working towards uh, something a little bit different, but similar, similar stuff. We talk about the same things ish, but multiple perspectives. But I, I imagine you as uh, the same pocket of, of friends. We have also a pocket of friends here and a few of us started a bunch of different entrepreneurships. And it seems to be working out really fun for us. Everybody seems to be having a good time with their new uh, side projects. Of course, you, you got to have a good time. I mean, when you start getting into what all of this really truly is, like where we are, what we're doing, all of this, every, literally everything, everything that we've ever known to be anything. Once you start really dissecting that and getting into that, you're like, wow, everything I may have or may not have thought in the initial thinking of my life is pretty much flawed. And when you fundamentally don't fully, you know, when, when you're fundamentally coming into something that's totally different, mentally than, than, than you want it to be, or then that you could even know, like, how do I put this into words? We don't know what we don't know. And what we don't know is 99% of everything that's going on. What we do know is 1%. And we literally live in that 1%. So when you can break free from that 1% or start grasping at an additional percent, there's so much more that, that comes into life. There's so much more that comes into play. There's so much more purpose that's driven. Sorry, I'm on a rant right now. No, what, go, go for it. This what, is, what am uh, I doing here? This is, this is your this show. Is, this isn't my no, show. No, this is perfect. <laughs> Continue. That's it. Well, you know, I, I mean, I can, I can touch on that obviously a little bit later on, but what that's did you have you, in mind? That's what you do. Well, yeah. we, um, we uh, go for rants like this, but about mental health. And it, it, this is where you were going. I think entrepreneurship ends up being that... Uh, that side of us that needs to express something in a way and I think everybody expresses uh, their feelings in different ways some people carpentry some people paint some people podcast some people write and um, some people like to cut hair 
<laughs> some people, everybody do has a special skill. And if when it's used, it is, uh, it's when we find purpose. Right. I would agree with that. I think that's one of their, the main uh, contributors to main mental health. Um, but, well, I wanted to bring you in here specifically because we have the June is the month of men's mental health and I am not a man. <laughs> and there's also not many men that talk about mental health struggles that, they, that they've gone through. Um, I think precisely because that, uh, that might be one of the reasons why we need to talk more about men's mental health. I think a lot of the things, maybe because I'm in the woman algorithm, I don't get anything about men, uh, but it should be something that should be pumped up more um, so that we have stronger men that can lead good families. <laughs> and what you're, what you're saying is true. I mean, there's we, we live in a world right now where um, division is the number one driving factor. So it's men versus women. It's rich versus poor. It's black versus white. It's, it's race, color, creed. It's, it's all of these things that are, that are uh, driving what we're doing, what we're up to. And we sit there with our own ideologies and our own thought processes and our own mindset towards a certain thing. And we decide that it's up to us to impress upon you the way that the world really is. But the truth is that's absolutely incorrect. Or it's 100% correct, which is a weird thing to say. So if you have a view of a certain thing, like you said, I'm in the woman's algorithm. You're seeing certain things inside that algorithm. You're seeing certain things and it's affecting your life. Um, what you're seeing online, what you're seeing socially. That algorithm isn't just an online thing. It's the weirdest thing when you start, when you, when you really truly sort of tap into this, you understand that the algorithm that's on the social medias is a basis of the algorithm that is your life. That specific algorithm on the social medias, for example, is replying to you. It's responding to you. And you're creating that algorithm, uh, even though the quote-unquote algorithm is programmed. The world around us is identical to that. We think that we're sitting in a position where we're experiencing things happening to us, as opposed to experiencing things that are already going to happen. And we get the opportunity to sort of decide at that point where we want to go or what we're going to do with it or how we're going to amalgamate that information into our source code. Um, I was saying earlier about fundamentally being wrong about so many things, you know, and that comes down to, and that's not any one specific thing. I'm not going to say, sit here and say that anyone's wrong about any one specific thing. What I will say is that fundamentally how we were taught to think is incorrect and this is it's really truly fascinating when you can grasp it but i mean we sit here and a prime example you speak multiple languages right uh yes okay so what are your primary languages that you speak spanish and english okay so you're sitting here right now having a conversation with me you're processing the words that i'm saying in yep. english yes in your head, are you listening to me in English or are you converting things back and forth? Uh, I think it's just in English. I don't, I wouldn't translate anymore. Right. Or at the beginning, I think when I moved to Canada, I would translate. Right. That's exhausting. <laughs> so, so now here's another thought. If you're listening to me right now and you're thinking about something you want to ask me or something that you want to add to whatever it is I'm saying, that thought in your head, is that English or is that Spanish? In English, because we're having a conversation in English. Okay. So when you're having a Spanish conversation, you're, you're translating or you're thinking in Spanish. Yes. And when you're left completely to your own devices, when you're just standing there thinking about what to buy or have for dinner, what, what voice is inside your head? Oh, it's, trans it's a little, it's a Spanglish. <laughs> sounds about right. It's both, so, yeah. So what you've done is you, you initially didn't know how to speak English. So you spoke Spanish yes. and now you speak English. Yes. And now your own mind doesn't speak English or, 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 or Spanish. Legitimately. My mind is confused most your of own the time. Mind, 
<laughs> your own mind legitimately speaks Spanglish, like you said. Yes. Right. And here's the new too. <laughs> this is this is the most amazing thing in the entire world. So when we get to this point and when we address the fact that how we're thinking is the way we're thinking, like fundamentally how we're thinking, the thoughts that we think we're having, uh, yours changed. Yours changed. The voice inside your head changed. It, it, it changed its, its ability to communicate with you. And the funny thing about this is before you could speak, what were your thoughts? We don't know. What is a deaf person? How does a deaf person think? What language are they thinking? And why is, why is the language? Well, is there sense? deaf? Who knows if they exist? Deaf. Deaf, not oh. dead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And now. But they can express. Can... Like a children can express a lot of things without language. When... Language, was, language, what I'm getting at with, you're 100% correct. And what I'm getting at with regards to languages it was invented essentially for deception, right? But by who? It's not like a bunch of people were sitting around making up languages, right? It's a limitation. That's what I was saying with regards to, to all languages, to the way we fundamentally think. The words you're using inside your head to create the solutions for you specifically have changed from English, from Spanish to English to Spanglish. And now when you go back even before that, how did we think? What did we think? How did we achieve things inside our head? How did we do anything? Where did this, this language come from? This language, again, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse here, but the language was never ours. It was handed to us. And it was handed to us as a limitation because as it goes right now, every single one of your beliefs is a limiting belief, right? If you say to yourself, I can touch the moon, what's past the moon? Right. Where are we truly? Is the moon real? Are the stars real? Is this real? Is that real? Every single thing that we've ever known was handed to us. Even the words themselves mean nothing until we comprehend what they are and what they are can change. So going back into mental health, okay. we live in a world where all of these rules and all of these regulations have been stifled upon us. On top of that, language itself is used as a crutch. Right. So how are we supposed to cure ourselves of anxiety, of depression, of, of addiction, of all these things, when we think that absolutely everything that we're doing is the way it's supposed to be done? Meanwhile, we're living 100% within the limitations and confines that they gave us, right? And we're not even allowed to talk about the other things. Like, did you know that you could fly? Well, I have not tried that yet. <laughs> exactly, right? So- Fly in a plane. <laughs> Did you know that, did you know that you could walk? Right? Yes, we do. So there comes a point in time where because we don't know that we can fly, we never even try. And that's an extreme thought, an extreme process in there. But if you don't know things, you'll never try them. And if you start connecting the dots inside your head, the world will tell you you're crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're this, you're that. Because the world is afraid to try. Because the world doesn't quite comprehend because the world has been programmed to stay down. So mental health is just that. Mental health is one of those things where the minute you tap into your own source, the minute you comprehend the things that you want to comprehend and the things that you want to do, and then you set out on a course of figuring out how to get them done, well, you're manifesting. And people say that that's bullshit. Well, the truth is you've manifested absolutely everything you currently have right now. And you're in the process of manifesting everything that moves forward. So no matter where you are in life, you're there because of the story you chose to tell yourself. And that story seems so true and so real that it says, it's not my story. This is what really happened. Right. And then you tell yourself, you create this again, you create, you've created the entire story. Everything was going to happen anyway. What you were going to do with it was up to you. And understanding that there is no good or wrong or bad or evil. Everything just simply is. And the good and wrong and bad and evil is our perception of what we choose to believe it to be. So again, we're writing our own story. We're telling ourselves a certain thing. We're limiting ourselves with the words that we were pre-programmed to understand and comprehend. Therefore, the full mentality and fundamentality of everything that we're doing is a limit. Until we decide it's no longer a limit. Until we decide that we ourselves can look past exactly how we've been programmed from birth to think of these things right now. And it's not even that we've been tricked. 
because it's almost like we planned this. Are you familiar with soul contracts? Uh, I'm going to have to stop right there before we continue. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Getting deeper. Let, let's stop there because I have a few issues with what you just said. Okay. Um, first, the, the implications of what you're saying mm -hmm. uh, would then lead you to live a, a life where there is no truth. There is no objective truth in your way of thinking. Because then if anything is, everything can be, and then there's nothing. Nothing and everything, really. Because all of the doors are open and we are everything and anything. Basically, what you're seeing is not really what you're getting. Mm. Okay, so here's an interesting thing. You just described something to me that sounds accurate. And to you, it sounds inaccurate. Yeah, exactly. Right? But the words that you used were accurate. Everything already is. Yes. Therefore, everything that you think it is becomes your truth. Yes. So some, so some people, prime example, imagine you lost your job. Well, shit, now I don't have a job. And that's a terrible thing. Or Then everybody has a different truth. So then yes. there is no one truth. Absolutely. Well, I think that's wrong. I know you do. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> hey? I said I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. Well, I think uh, there has to be one truth. Tell me a truth. Well, I think the truth is Christ, but I think... Uh, it can be also be known as logos or universe or and it has to be what is physical is what's it's physical what i can touch what i can see with my what self. are you is i am a, a human being okay. a woman human okay and what's the difference between you and the table you're sitting on that i am alive and the table is not alive okay so i see the bench i'm not sure if you're going to use this video but i see a bench ladies and gentlemen in the background what's that bench made out of wood was the wood alive at one point yes so you are alive and the woods alive the bench was alive <laughs> or no yeah the bench is dead it's a dead tree okay and now it's a bench Okay. It's a physical material thing that was created by my husband when he bought the wood from <laughs> a tree. Okay. Now it's a bench. Now, all of those things are factual. Yes. Based on the information that you have. Yes. And you're different from that bench because... I am a living thing. And it, when it was a living thing, you guys were the same? Uh, in a different degree of being, but we were being. Okay. Beings. Of All right. Living beings. Yeah. So now, in keeping with God, and I don't disagree with you. I like the yeah. God story. I like. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the God story. Well, I think they are very parallel. But I think this is this is why I actually enjoy your podcast because uh, I think you you are fundamentally, or if we put it in words that we have in the English language. <laughs> You're, you would fall into that relative, or I don't know, what, what would you fall into? Describe yourself. Because I think I am a Christian, obviously, I'm a Christian, Catholic, and traditionalist, or maybe more with a Aristotelian, if we put it in philosophical words. And you would fall more into a, what do you call the People want to put me into the new age category. Yes. And I, and I do not fit there. But not new age. Also um, existentialist. I don't know if you're familiar with. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, because um, I believe in everything. Exactly. And I, I am fascinated by existentialism because I, I love the theory. But I think it's very uh, sad in the end. <laughs> it's simply sad it's a very sad way of living being an existentialist yes 
being completely open to absolutely everything and experiencing everything with absolute whimsy and, and being blown yes. away and, and, and having complete majestic wonder for everything that you're doing sounds terrible to you? Yes. Wow. I think so. That's fascinating. Because you live then without morality. Like the, the result will become true. Are you and implying that I'm immoral? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You live lie. without morality. Well, well, no. well. No. By morality, I mean since there's no truth, then there is no right or wrong. No, you're misunderstanding when I say that there's no truth. Your truth is fundamentally correct. You are telling the truth when you have this conversation. I, I don't know. I hope so. Right. <laughs> I you see, now that sounds terrible to me. I don't know. That sounds like uncertainty. That sounds like wishy-washy. That sounds like you're not going to get what you want because you're not really grasping at anything. Well, I think when I die, I'll find out. But I'm 99%. Why you got to wait till you die? Why not just grab what you want today? Right now. I don't want to see dead people. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to see dead people? No, or angels or ghosts. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I'm talking about your human experience. You're currently an entity having a human experience. You are I am having energy. an excellent human experience. You are an energy. You, yeah. aren't the, you aren't the body. You aren't your body. You're not growing your hair. You're not, you're not you know, pumping your blood. You're not doing any of that. The, 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 outfit that you're in, <laughs> the outfit that you're in, the thing that you're wearing right now, the, yeah. the, the suit, your protective suit is keeping you safe. Yeah. Right. So you aren't that. Therefore, yeah, when cool. you're worried about like you're worried about dying means if you're worried about dying, you're not worried about living. If you don't want to see angels, if you don't want to see this, if you don't want to see that. If you, I'm not worried about dying. Okay. Let's be very clear. I look forward to death. Very. Oh. Because I'm sure. We're getting crazy. I, really <laughs> I can't wait to be old and I look forward to dying. Good. Because I think in the end I will see Christ and I think I'll be like, okay, I see it all. Okay. So where are you right now? Let's talk about this. Let's get back to what you were talking about earlier. Do you believe in science? Of course I believe in science. Okay. So science is just another religion, but it's got a better publicist. I don't believe in Scientology. No, there's no science itself is a religion with a better with a better publicist. Well, yes, I believe in science. Yes, right. Because think about this: as a as as somebody who believes in Christ, right? You clearly believe in the Adam and Eve theory, then, right? But not not that. See, that's the thing. That's when I think people don't understand Christianity because I do believe in the Adam and Eve story, but it's not. A, it doesn't have to be as specifically as it says. Right. Exactly. Uh, how do you say that? There's a word for things like this. It's a the th. So the story is a story, and you built a story. Your, yeah, and you're not and, supposed to take it as is. Okay, so let me ask you this: as somebody who believes in science and as somebody who believes in Christianity, yeah, how did this all begin? How did this all what? How did this all begin? I don't know. It could be, it could have been the Big Bang. It could have been like the Big Bang sounds interesting. The, we could have become from monkeys to humans. I don't think so, but maybe it could have or like transformed, evolved. Was it possible? So all of the things that you could possibly, I don't know. I don't think know. All of the things that you could possibly think, right? They were all ideas that were, that were put into your head somewhere along the way, somewhere along yeah. the journey. So you are a result of the ideas that have been put inside your head. Yes and no, because how much does that affect my life? Not much. Exactly. Spend time thinking about this. But remember, you you started this this line of this line of conversation. I'm just following it through by making you answer certain questions to debunk okay. what you said. Um, now I want to get back to science. Do you understand that the the do you know what the building blocks of of, of all material are? The atom, the, the owner, like, yeah. You know, yeah. So the atom is, is the, like it's the main building block, right? Yes. And an atom forms into a nucleus, forms into this, forms into that, and yeah, yeah, yeah. just whatever. But atoms, atoms are the main building block of, of all society. Adam and Eve, Adam, same thing. So the stories are intertwining already. 
Now, if you break apart an atom, which has been done, inside an atom, inside the smallest piece of physical material, when you break that apart, you have quarks, quarks, and quasons. And this is scientific. They've told you this, right? So if you've got quarks, quarks, and quasons inside an atom, then you yourself are built of atoms. The bench you're sitting on is built of atoms. When it was a tree, it was built of atoms. Inside of atoms is pure energy. So fundamentally, based on science and the information that we have, you yourself are pure energy. And so is that bench. Yes. And so is this earth. And so are the stars in the sky. Yes. You yourself are made from the exact same material, your stardust. Right? Every single thing that you see around you is a collection of atoms formed together in a certain pattern. Yes. If you vibrate fast enough, you could pass through walls. Because yes. you can you can splice, you could scientifically and theoretically splice through this shit. Right? And then we sit here and we talk about ourselves in, in this predominantly important fashion where every single thing that we need to do is based on this, is based on that. You know, we need to be at war. We need to fight. We need to, we need to think about these things. We need to protect ourselves from these things. Every single thing that we think that we're doing is a thing that was handed to us, an ideology that was handed to us. Every single thing that we're fighting for, every single thing that we think that is so super important is massively important, but it's totally irrelevant. In the grand scheme of things, because it, it's anything that we could possibly think is something that we've been handed until we start really splicing our own thoughts and really splicing our own things. And this may sound almost like an attack to a lot of people. To anyone that's really closed off, this will sound like an attack. But the truth of the matter is total freedom and total sense of self and total purity and total comprehension and understanding comes from the ability to understand fundamentally that every ounce of everything we've ever been told is a lie, a very important lie, right? So once we find out this lie and we go down this path and we see these things, we understand that, okay, so now I understand this. And now I understand that this is a theory. This is a plus, this is a thing. All of these things were handed to me. All of these tools were given to me for me to work out the ultimate mystery. What the hell's going on? Which is the ultimate mystery. The higher up you go, the further in you go, there's infinite greatness, infinite smallness, right? In any aspect of anything, this is scientific as well. In religion, I 100% believe in religion because this world is such a fundamental masterpiece in absolutely every aspect of everything. It is stunning. It is a mathematical impossibility and it's beautiful in every aspect of everything. See, and you don't think that was created by a god? Of course it was. All of that. Okay. Of course it was. Right? So there is a higher power. Right? Yeah. Is it the Mormon God? Is it Jesus? Is it Christ? Is it this? Is it that? And who, who are God's buddies? What did God do before this? What's coming next? Infinite greatness, infinite smallness. What about all the guys that, you know, that want to believe in, you know, concave earth, flat earth, hollow earth? What about all the guys that believe in Asgard and the multiple layers of the tree of life? All of these people have validity. Your story to you based on your journey through life, makes your story 100% accurate. Remember, this world that we are all co-inhabiting, there, there aren't two people in this reality having the exact same experience. Right. Every single person, oh, no. you need to go out and force them down people's throats. You just need to believe what you believe so that you can get to where you need to get to because it's really only your experience. For me, I know what I know because I've experienced what I've experienced. I spent my whole life hunting through religions. This isn't just a, yeah. an off the cuff whim thing that I'm thinking. Like I've, I have devoted my life unbeknownst to me, my, the entirety of my life to this lineage, to this, to this thought process. Everything that I had done up until now has built me into being the man who can speak unequivocally on these topics. Yeah. And it's not because I'm not speaking on these topics in a way that's like definitive. I'm not saying that you're wrong and I'm right. I'm saying that you're right and I'm right. Yes. I'm, I'm saying that, you know, when we, when we truly allow ourselves to open our minds up, then we remove our limitations. And this is one of the greatest things about enlightenment. Enlightenment is, the, is one of the results of free thinking. And enlightenment is a, is a huge goal for a lot of people. 
And a lot of people are attempting to attain enlightenment. But trying to find enlightenment is like a fish trying to find water. The fish is in the water. We are all in the enlightened state. We have to remove the shit that we learned in the beginning to find enlightenment. We have to unlearn everything. The, basically, the bottom line, the, the ultimate truth of enlightenment is unlearning everything you were ever taught. Because everything that you know is fundamentally keeping you down. It's a limiting belief. Everything we know to be true and factual and hardcore, that's a limiting belief. It's preventing us from getting to the next stop. The minute you think you found something, you're going to stop looking. And it gets boring as shit. Life yes. becomes boring. Right? And then after that, like, like for me now, after I broke through a bunch of those things, like when I thought I knew everything, I had the house, the car, the, the beautiful girlfriend, the white picket fence, the whole nine yards. And I'm like, this is terrible. I did everything I was told to do and I'm miserable. Well, I think, well, this is where I think we can agree on that we're always on a path of searching the truth, that there is the truth. And yeah. the truth is going to make us happy. I just think it's been handed to us easier with Christ. But if people don't want to see that, that like, no, and I don't say that to, to want to convert you, don't, see, don't look at that. But I think at the, in the end of the day, that that what you're saying that we are ex like wonderful creatures that there is energy and life in everything that is created of course we how could we not agree on on that that, that the world is is mathematically perfect that it's that everything is beautiful how could i think it's hard to not agree well you'll get people say things like oh yeah but what about the war here and the this that i mean when you well, when you start breaking down this when you start breaking down these patterns you realize that all of the media, everything you've ever seen on the television is being controlled by a certain group of people. All wars everywhere forever have been intentional. None of them are a surprise. It's a group of people playing chess games and us human peons or whatever, we're all just parts of the puzzle. You know, all of our young men are off killing other young men because old men up at the top are pressing buttons and saying things and doing this and creating this bullshit. All pharmaceuticals are designed in sort of a rat a rat maze, like a, like a, we're all sort of being trapped into this shit. Look at all the side effects to all the pharmaceutical stuff that you used to see on television back in the day may cause shitting your pants may cause death. Like, come on. Right. And then people say, well, the pharmaceuticals have helped us and saved us from all of this sort of shit. I'm like, but what people don't understand is that we have been eating garbage food in North America. They have been systematically poisoning us. Look at your Cheerios box poison in the Cheerios. People will say, ah, it's just a little bit. Right. People will say, oh, they know something that I don't know. That's why it's in here. It's a preservative. It's this, it's that. It means something different when it's in my Cheerios as opposed to when it's in my compound floor cleaning solution. People will justify absolutely anything. And they're supposed to because they're NPCs. Every last one of us got here as a non-player character until we started to build things up and understand and comprehend, right? When we're yeah. fundamentally handed shit and we just believe it and, and sort of try to go about our, our day doing it, it changes. You, for example, are massively expanding your horizons because you've been bored as shit with life as a whole for a long time. So what you're doing is creating new things, speaking to new people, having new conversations, injecting yourself with new information and new ideologies, and you're doing it with an open mind. You love your family. You love your kids. You love your husband. You love your situation. You're bored with life. And that is where it all begins. Once you get bored, you step into your purpose. And your purpose isn't working nine to five, paying your taxes, all this crap. Your purpose is total and utter enlightenment. And then when you get there, on your way there, there's so much more that happens. So by the time you get there or wherever you think there is right now with the information that you have, once you get there, you realize that you're just getting started. I mean, I'm about to drop episode 200. I think right now, episode 199 just went live. And episode 200 for my show is going live. And me, I'm just getting started. I'm just finding my groove. I'm just finding my prowess, power, voice. And I'm really excited about that. And by the time I hit my th 300th episode, I bet you any money, I'll have the same vigor. I'm just getting started. I'm just seeing new stuff. I'm just Did ready to go. Did you knew where you were going when you first started? No. I knew that. I knew where I didn't want to be. Two hundred episodes. Oh, I, 
I had a feeling that when I started the podcast that, that, that this is a lifelong thing. Okay. Like there's no end in sight to me because I mean, you know, you know, my Instagram, you know, you know, my energy sort of on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm a pariah. That's yeah. I'm a pariah. The, the, the algorithms do not like me. You know, I have, I have fought tooth and nail for everything that I've got on social media mm-hmm. and I have, I still have very little traction. The podcast, however, every single day it's got more and more traction. Oh, good for you. Quality, but you have to learn to get there. Yeah. Which like I was saying before, you know, if you're going to, if this gets back into the, if this gets back into the podcast as well, the only way you're ever going to get to that port polished sounding, you know, audible masterpiece is to learn is to go through the steps, right? Nobody starts at an ace. Nobody starts at an ace because if you don't learn the steps, here's the thing, any, any millionaire for the most part, any, anyone that's started with a dollar and has over a million now, you could take everything away from them and they could go and do it again. Right. But anyone that wins the lottery and spends all their money, that money's gone forever. Right. So the idea of life that you're going through right now, you're not here to win the lottery. You're here to earn knowledge, power, prowess, understanding, comprehension, compassion, self-love, self-adoration. You're here to learn it. Happy. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People are like, God created this, but for what purpose? I think to enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, this is the thing, right? People, again, people don't want to think too far outside the box on that. Like, why are we here? We're only here to learn lessons. We're only here to comprehend and understand. We chose to come here, right? God may have created this, but you're an angel. You're, you're an essence, you're an energy, you're an entity. You're like, I'm going to go check that out. Hey God, what's up? I'm going to come down and check out the thing that you created. <laughs> right? Just like you go somewhere. Very possible. Just like when yeah. you go somewhere, when you die, you came here from somewhere. It's that simple. Right? And there's a, here's a huge thing that people have a, a big, big problem with that. No, no. I only existed immediately right now. Maintenant. All right. Well, what about pre-lives? What about people that believe in reincarnation? What about all this? What about all these proofs of all these things? What about, what about vampires? That's a thing too, right? What about archangels? What about fallen angels? What about emblem? Right? What about all of these things? And they're like, nope, 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 nope. And you're like, okay, Susan, I guess this conversation's over. Because I don't want to sit here. I I don't want to sit here. I like to imagine. (laughs) Everything. Everything's possible. Yeah. And you said that sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't I don't say it sounds terrible. I, I think not everybody has it as easy as Christians. <laughs> I'm kidding, because it's not easy for everybody either. I think there's a lot of problems there too. Um, yeah. Many, I am aware of all of them. <laughs> Horrible problems. Christians burned people at the stake. Yes, yes, yes. You know, that's that's a weird thing to do. <laughs> There's a lot of problems. I think not by Christians, I mean people with no Christ or, uh, yeah. Hey, all I'm saying is I, I like you. You're one of the few people out there that I find very entertaining. Oh, you're, a, you're a maniac, right? The stuff that you put out <laughs> there, you're just crazy. And I don't think so. I know you don't think so, clearly, <laughs> but I think it's, it's hilarious. It's nice to see, like, I'll scroll through some shit, and then there you are, randomly jumping around, doing something absurd. And this is the stuff that the world, like, doesn't want to do. They, they, you know, they're like, it's improper. I can't do that. I can't have those experiences. And I think yeah. that the, I think that it's it's a shame. I think that more people need to live as open and as free as you. Well, I think so too. I think that's where they, if you want to be happy. Yeah, that's the right. point of the happy meme. <laughs> Exactly. And you're doing a good job, right? And you're going to end up where you need to be. And by the time you get to where you think you need to be, you're going to realize that you've got a million other things that you've got to get done. Yeah. And that's what's cool, right? So now you asked me before we got cut and before part two started, um, what happened to me? Uh, and that, you know, that's, the, that's yes. the thing, you know, with regards to back to, you know, mental health, like this is, you're gonna have to preface this when you put the thing up, like it's mental health, it's spirituality, it's woo woo juju, it's everywhere. You know, this episode is everywhere. And you know, what else do you expect? Even your caption. Everything you, and anything. <laughs> when you when you captioned me in your post, you're like, we're gonna talk to Adam about some stuff and fucking whatever else. Because that's what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's a fun part of it. I think so. Um, and I love podcasting, man. I've got, you know, I've got three other ones on for today as well. Well, three three in total. Oh, fun. And it's nice to sort of be, it's nice to be wanted, it's nice to be chatted with. You know, for the longest time I was the crazy guy. And the world is the world is just simply opening up to so many things. Um, and again, back so back to my story. 
I was a roaming salesman. I was a salesman for hire. We did high ticket sales. So anything uh, above, you know, 10, 15, 20 grand, um, we would come in and, and the idea was you sort of meet your client, have somebody that's got a little bit of interest and you, you get them to execute on a deal. That's, you know, um, you know, well over 20 bucks or 20,000. So it's like, hi, my name is nice to meet you. 15 minutes later, we'll get you to sign here. And there was, a, there was an ideology that went into that and it was kind of trickery. It was kind of not, it was, it was kind of a gift for me to sort of read and understand people, how they work, how they function. Um, I've always sort of had that gift, uh, taken it for granted, what have you, or like, I just always knew, I always knew and understood more about a person than I had any business properly knowing. Um, I just saw it. I just knew it. I could just sense it, taste it, feel it, whatever it is, whatever, however the senses were applying themselves, I got it. Um, and so I use that for sales, then sales coaching, then sales training, then sales room coaching, then sales coaching for hire. Uh, you know, at the pinnacle of my quote unquote success, I would travel um, anywhere in the world, uh, take a sales room uh, and turn them into uh, elite salespeople uh, quite quickly. Mm. And I mean, I would do speaking gigs on sales, uh, sales and marketing gigs. It was $10,000 for me to come out and speak for an hour at your conference. And I was totally miserable. I was drunk all the time. I was high on cocaine. Everything was just fast paced and bullshit. And I, it was, it was the devil's life essentially. And it was not something I wanted any more for myself. And I knew that there was something more because I had it. The world teaches you to get money. And I had it and I hated it. I hated everything that I had become in the process of doing it. The, my God given talents were being, I felt manipulated. And, you, and, and used improperly. I can't put my finger on what it was, but it just wasn't right. So I checked out of everything. It was November 4th, 2017. I give up drinking, smoking, uh, all recreational drugs, all pharmaceuticals, uh, bacon, like all pork. Bacon? Bacon, bacon yeah, all you pork. You still eat bacon? I don't eat pork, no, not at all. Mm -hmm. um, I gave up. Uh, because it's it's just it's purely unhealthy. Like th there's there's other things to eat. I don't need to eat the pig. Um, I gave up fast women too. You know, just having people in my life that were you know unnecessary. I lost. I would say I lost a lot of friends, but I didn't. I just left everybody. Uh, and I changed. I changed everything. Uh, I don't want to say overnight because it certainly wasn't overnight. Because you know there were withdrawals. There were addiction pains. There were this, that, and the other thing that 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 went along with it. I went into a year long battle with sciatica. Um, my body had, I'd obviously been abusing my body to the point where it was self-medicated and it, it was not in pain. And when I removed all of that, my body revolted. Did you just uh, have pain, uh, like pain medications also? My recreation, like my drug of choice at the time uh, was alcohol, cocaine, and Percocet. And Percocet is a massive uh, painkiller. Oh. So, so yeah, so that, that was just my life. And then vodka Red Bulls were the, you know, the drink of choice. And, and, and oh, it was absurd. Wild. <laughs> yeah. So imagine in, in, in uh, October, I remember Halloween, October 20, uh, 2017, I was at one of my girlfriends. It was her, it's her birthday. Halloween's her birthday. So we were up in Ottawa celebrating her birthday on Preston street. Uh, and it was, it, you know, it was just a massive night of drinking that, and I would, I knew at this point I was drinking not out of enjoyment, but out of self-hate and loathing. Um, picked up an eight ball and tore it up, had a blast with it and all this sort of stuff. Like these are drug related things that, you know, I remember from back in the day. Um, and for the purposes of anything legal or anything like that, these are all just stories. I'm fabricating all of this. There's no proof of anything and you can't hold anything against me. Also, if you're going to sample any of this article, you're going to have to sample the entire episode in its entirety. Disclaimer. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. So don't worry. <laughs> you don't have to worry about too much viewish. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, well, you, well, see your viewership. Here's the thing about viewership. You start putting out a good show and they're going to start tracing you back, right? They're going to start checking things. Yeah. So, oh, right. so I say those things, I say those things half in jest, but half in truth, because there's a lot of people out there that will want to step on you once you get to where you're going. And at one point that used to be like a terrible thing. You're like, oh no, why would anybody want to attack me? Well, the truth is you're faced with the, ob the, uh, the obstacles that you're supposed to be faced with. You're faced with the challenges you're supposed to be faced with. And there isn't a single person above you that will ever reach back and shit on you. Anyone above you, if they're reaching back, they're picking you up, right? Anyone below you will reach up to pull you down as opposed to reach up to pull themselves up. Mm. So if you're being shit on, if you're being attacked, if you're being this, that, the other thing, then, then you're going to, you know, you're, it's only coming from, from below.
And Please. we all start in one We're spot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we all start in one spot and we all we all reach up, you know. Um, and then it's up to you. It's up to anyone to decide sort of how they want to go. Now, back to my story. Mm-hmm. I had I had just decided at that point, I said, this is it. I said, I said, in the middle of that night, I said, this is it. This is the last bag of drugs I'm ever going to purchase. This is the last night I'm ever going to do this drinking. I'm going to go out with a bang. And I did. And that that turned into a five-day bender, <laughs> which was November 4th. So November 4th rolled around, and that was the end of it. I woke up, and I said, we're done here. Uh, this way of life is no longer serving me or, or anything like that. And Two years and I, ago? Uh, 2017, so five okay. years ago now. And prior to that, I was a high-functioning alcoholic. So I had achieved everything I'd ever set, to, set up to achieve. The more money I had, the higher my drug addiction went and my drinking went. And uh, it just didn't matter. I'd wake up every morning at six o'clock, hungover or not, go out and smash the day, tell all the people all these amazing things and really motivate the crowd because that was it. I mean, all the greatest comedians, Chris Farley, you know, the, the, the list goes on, Belushi, all the great comedians were super wired on something. And it was always cocaine, right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing about, you know, you, you, you reach down into anyone that's sort of overachieving on, on, or in the third dimension on any level, and there is a stimulant involved, whatever it might be. So I sit back and decide that I'm going to quit all this stuff and, and really get my life together. And people are like, your life is together. Like people are like, you've got everything, you know, and maybe, but it was all third dimensional. So when you have everything and it's still the reason you acquired everything was to fill a void, a hole in your soul. You realize that it didn't do any of that shit. So all the stuff that you acquired, all the ideas and this, that, anything, all that shit is just pointless. It's meaningless. That you did it is good, but that you have it is pointless. It's like anyone that orders anything off Amazon. They don't give a shit what it is. They're just really excited to get it. As soon as they get it, they want something else. That's life. That's life in the third dimension, right? The minute you want something, the limitations you live within, the the guidelines, the regulations, the stipulations that you are completely oblivious to, but have been surrounding us. The idea that we need to fight, the idea that we need to disagree, argue, the idea that tension needs to be a thing. All of this is handed to us until the idea that we can look past it. We can search past it. But in the third dimension, that is all what you're living in and in the fifth dimension it changes so when you hit your enlightenment or certain stages of enlightenment um, when you start waking up to things you know and i'm not talking about woke because that's another third dimensional thing when people really started tapping into waking up woke became a thing and they stole it oh yeah right so i'm not talking about woke that's just another layer of bullshit i'm talking about waking up huge don't fall into it exactly um I'm talking about waking up. I'm talking about seeing past all of the narratives. And when the narratives start to crumble, they all crumble. So unfortunately, your God narrative will crumble as well. And everything that you believe with that will crumble behind. Hold on. No, I don't think so. I think they can live parallel. Because what you see as your fifth dimension and that- Let me ask you this. What kind of card do you as heaven the world of angels the our eternal soul understood and now let me add a little bit of perspective to it i'm not disagreeing with you i believe that you're right let me just add a little bit of perspective to what you're talking about what kind of car do you drive i i drive a i don't know a blue van what year what year of a car do you drive i have no idea (laughs) so okay so say you drive a a 2010 uh uh, dodge very far from i really Irrelevant, right? I'm just, yeah, I just thought that you could irrelevant. tap into it. Exactly. So Same let's say, don't ask me about my phone. <laughs> let's say you drive a 2010 Dodge Caravan. Sure. Right? Nice looking car. What if I said to you, here is a brand new 2022 Dodge Caravan, zero miles on it. All you have to do is give me your old one. Thank you. Will you take it? Yeah. If it's better than, yeah. At the moment, of course. If you're if you're not asking for anything else, I'm just asking for your old van. Yeah, go ahead. Perfect. So, without much thought, you just gave up your old van and yeah. took the new one. Yeah. Now that's what's going to happen to you if you stay on this path with regards to your views of Christianity. Why? Because you yourself are going to come to a realization, and you yourself are are on a path right now 
that is hunting down happiness, joy, philosophy. You're going to, you're going to be, you're going to be looking at things and you're going to ask questions and you're going to say to yourself, okay, this is great. So the philosophy, and I know where you're standing right now and it's not a bad place. And I'm not being ignorant when I say this, I'm trying not, I'm not even being rude. No, 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 I'm saying, no, I don't think you your are. beautiful van, your beautiful 2010 Dodge Caravan right now works perfectly. Right. Okay. Yeah. But here's a different version of it. One that suits your needs just a little bit better. And that's what you're going to come to. So that's, and that's going to be a natural thing. I'm not, nobody's going to take anything from you or do anything. You're, you yourself are going to take your old van away and give yourself a new van when it comes to your spiritual views. Because you're going to grow into them. Right now, your spiritual views aren't yours. Your spiritual views, yeah, believe this but, or not, are the ones that were handed to you. And the more you stay on this journey, they change. I will say that no. Okay. <laughs> I have, like, yes, I grew up with these views. But they weren't forced on me. No. Like my parents were the one. Well, whatever. Say, say, fine. I was brainwashed up until 2017. <laughs> uh, See, it's not just it's not just me. Why why did I make the change in 2017? No, it wasn't 2017. Actually, it was a glo global awakening that took place. When I was 17, around then, 17 years ago. Okay. That by 17, 17 years ago. So let me ask you this. Do you believe everything exactly the way you believed it between now and 17 years ago with regards to your religion? No, but I questioned my faith for many years. Yeah. But then I came to the conclusion, put this in your, in your own life. If you're always the same thing, if you're always pursuing material things and if you're living a life with no morals because of whatever you want to say it, if you don't choose what's right, you maybe end, end up pursuing money and you end up uh, doing drugs to keep up with your job, all of that. But if you're taught not to fall for all of those things that are material, mm -hmm. you're taught to put your eyes in heaven in the next, in the next uh, uh, life, if you want to call it, uh, in the reincarnation and whatever morality that is placed on, on us. I think that's why there are so many religions. Uh, you're taught morality and then it's easier to choose the transcendent. And it's easier to, to love all life because everybody is energy and because you believe that god loves everybody is the same thing that that you're saying that you believe that everything is energy and and there you should respect the the world everybody would be happier that way you and i are saying the exact same it's, thing i know i think i think it is it's just we have very different perspectives I think at one point, of course, I questioned my faith, but then I saw that. The, I'm not I, talking about questioning your faith. I'm just saying that by the time you, like if you, because you're on this journey, your views of your system will change. They will grow and you will fight it every step of the way, much like you're doing right now. <laughs> you're fighting this conversation. But I'm, not <laughs> I'm not fighting the conversation. I'm, I'm not fighting the conversation. I, yes, she says that she aware she becomes aware that she is fighting the conversation. I sound like I'm fighting, but I sound like I'm fighting all the time. And oh I, no, I'm I get that fighting. too. Yeah. No, <laughs> no and but, but okay, so I mean, yeah, you know, we yeah. interject, we interject all these these thoughts, right? Yeah, but I think growth is huge. Growth I is growth is where it's we're headed. Easier. Mm -hmm. It's easier to to be happy this way. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. But another problem that another problem sort of that, that it's not a problem, but when kind of how you don't the, the words that you chose to use were like, you know, we're, we're focusing on what comes next. And if you focus on what comes next, you don't really focus on being here. But I don't focus on what's being next because I'm focused on what's being here. Unlike okay, good. The right thing every day. But the way you it said it earlier, important. like in the, in the light of God, you know, I know that there's something coming, that there's something more. So you're looking at, the, if you yes, listen back to what, what you, you said. Mean. Yeah. 
but it, you know, to me, again, like to me, it's all fascinating. And what I was saying initially was that, you know, you change you, the journey that you're on, you can fight me all you want, but you're going to, change. <laughs> I'm not fighting. you're going to, you're going to change your opinions on certain things. And it's not yes. that they're going to be bad. It's not that it's not that they're going to be bad. It's going to be an awareness that, Hey, shit, we don't know everything and that we're forever going to be learning. So this isn't trying to be a confrontational statement. It's just no, no. The, 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 the thing that happens, the result of searching like you're doing, the result of creating more, the result of breaking out of the third dimensional norms is new information. And new information creates new thought patterns and new thought patterns create new thoughts. Right. Yes. But the brain itself, keep in mind too, the brain itself is, is, is on a frequency. And we've all talked about frequencies and vibrations and all that sort of stuff. So this idea that we're actually having thoughts like I'm sitting here creating a thought individually free of my own accord is also false. Your brain, this, the, the meaty thing inside your head is the thing that we think that we're thinking with. And it's just firing synapses. It's more of an antenna. It's like when you're in your car and you turn the radio on, right? Your rate, the car itself isn't creating the music. It's tapping into a frequency. Right. And your brain is the exact same thing. Your brain isn't creating the thought. It's tapping into a frequency, a thought that already exists. Okay. So when you change your frequency, new things happen, which is why you see a ton of people living a life on the streets, shooting and killing and robbing and hustling because they're in that frequency. They're in the darkness frequency, but everybody has the opportunity and the ability to change and grow and adapt. Everybody's here to do that. Right. And even the person that's shooting and robbing, is attempting to level themselves up. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Maybe they exist as characteristic for somebody else's story, right? Everybody has something to perceive. Anyway, that's a whole existential thing as well in and of itself, implying that other people are legitimately other people. You know, the, the NPC theory is another one too. So for me to get back to sort of like full swing for your audience, my ideology right now isn't that God put us on earth and we're in infinite space because that's got a lot of holes. I mean, there's so many holes in that story, but God created something and God is everything. And everywhere we are and everything that we do is God. And we are all energy. Therefore, theoretically and scientifically with regards to everything that we've just discussed, we live in a hologram. We are a computer program, which explains why we do what we do, why we fall into patterns, why things are predictable, why an algorithm on social media works, why that same algorithm mm, expands, expands into the real world, why every single thing that we think is going on is, is actually going on. You know, the world is being played in a certain way and certain things are happening in this world at this moment in time. And that have always happened to create a set of scenarios that has you yourself, the observer of the game that we're in. It has you challenge who you are. It has you challenge what you believe. It has you challenge your station, your level, your position. Every single thing that every single person in here is experiencing is being programmed for them to experience at that moment for them to become a better version of themselves. Whether that's a level one down robbing and shooting or a level nine out expanding human minds. <laughs> every single person down here, every single thing that's going on here is a different experience. Everything of this earth, you, you're familiar with the term, you're not born into this earth, you're born of this earth, you're born out of this earth. Yes, yes. You aren't born into this earth. It's not like all of a sudden you exist, right? You are an entity that came here and the, 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 the lessons that you take from here, the person that you become, the entity, the essence, the energy, the whatever you want to call it, it is this world, it is this reality, it is this ideology. It is everything that's happening that allows us to become ourselves we have to unlearn we have to regrow we have to program ourselves through everything to understand comprehend and move forward so we grow we the entity the truth grows out of this world out of this chaos the flower such as yourself comes from the dirt right but your body everything that you own here everything that's in this reality in this realm in this in this place it's all made of the same material this microphone, this computer, that camera, you, the cabinet behind you, your hair, your face, you break it down far enough and it's all quirks, sporks, and quasons. 
all of it. Hmm. So now think about this infinite greatness, infinite smallness. Imagine you could zoom into your quirks, quarks, and quasons and take a look around. It would all look the same. And if we're living on an earth the way they say that we are, imagine we could zoom out as far as we can. All right, let's stop. Let's stop with that. Let's just go quickly. Take your life right now. You're sitting in that chair. Now zoom up. You're in your town. You're in your chair. You're in your house. You're in your town. You're in your province. You're in your country. You're on your planet. Zoom up. 10 feet, 10 feet out of your house and look around and be like, shit, I got to mow the lawn. I got to, I got to put a patch in the driveway. We got to fix that hole in the roof, whatever it is. Right. That's what happens. (laughs) Whatever it is. right? That's what happens 10 feet up because now you're looking at your roof. You can see it. Right. So that's, 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 that's what you got to do. Now you go a hundred feet up and you're like, Oh, I got to get some groceries. There's a grocery store. I got to hit the bank. Uh, I could get my car in for a detailing. Uh, and that's what you got to do over there, right? This is, this is your perspective of your town that you're in. Now go a thousand feet up. Now what do you have to do? We don't live that high. So when we look at everything down from a thousand feet up, we're like, well, I don't know what to do up here. Now go a hundred thousand feet up. You're way off the earth. You're out, you're floating in space. I don't fucking know what to do out here. I don't know what's going on. I don't have anything to do. So everything that you're doing is based solely on your perspective. And if you lived somewhere that was that place, those are the things that you would do. You would find things to do a thousand feet up, 10,000 feet, a hundred thousand feet up. But your perspective is only inclusive of what you can see, taste, touch, and smell. So when you live in those confines, certain rules fall into play. We have to say certain things to ourselves to achieve certain things, to understand and comprehend certain things, but it's only just perspective. And it's only your perspective and it changes the minute you change the things that you don't, you don't, you know, when you live, when you live 10,000 feet above the earth, you don't have to go to the bank. <laughs> Who fuck cares about the bank? Right? So it really boils down to perspective. It really boils down to what you can see, taste, touch, and smell. You zoom in as far as you can to the quirks, quarks, and quasons. Now, now you don't have an arm. Now you don't have a, a cabinet behind you. Right? What is that? J lore back there. You don't have any of this stuff. Right? Wine, yes. You, oh, look at that. We're already running out of time. Man, that's oh, that means it means I need to go back to work. Go back to work, yes. I have a real job. (laughs) Well, we'll wrap this one up for this. (laughs) The corks and quasons are nice until you have to get to actual work and make wait until the wait until the corks and quasons real house. (laughs) <laughs> wait until the quirks and corzons can pay for your your sustainability that's when true true happiness comes in because money is totally irrelevant but we all need it to do stuff exactly. so when you, when you can figure out a way to create a passion and when you can figure out a way to get past your own uh, limitations then money just becomes a thing i need money i earn money click 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 bing bing boom every single person out there under the sun is making money from their computer anyone that ever wanted to make money is making money from their computer yeah. This all you got to do computer is computer upstairs <laughs> is giving me money. Once all you got, all you got to do is tap in to find out what people are doing. Yeah. Find out who's already doing what you want to do and pick their brain, or learn from them, or buy a course off them, or do something. Invest in yourself. Right. These are the things that help us get to where we are because there are so many people right now that are like, I can't do anything. I'm stuck here. I've got this. I've got that. Truth is, that's just a story. You're just going to tell yourself the story. And yeah, it's real predominant. Yeah, it's real powerful. But if you ever really wanted anything, simply go and get it. It may take a day, a week, a month, a year, 10 years, but you're not going to get it if you don't start. I think that's maybe the key for mental health. And you can get, you can do anything you want. 100%. I think, uh, yeah, but my mom used to tell me that all the time. If you want it, you can do it. You just need to want it enough. And here's a twist on that. Anyone that's suffering right now, sadly wants to suffer and that that's something that's going to bite a lot of people but it's like you don't know what i'm suffering from and i'm going to take like man one other thing that i'll say to your entire audience is after i've said that statement there's a book called uh, the four agreements don miguel ruiz pick that book up and live by that book get that information into you amalgamate it make it part of your life the four what sorry the four agreements the don four miguel agree- ruiz john miguel ruiz i'll write this down so. you should write that down And that's the kind of thing that changes a lot of perspective. 
when you understand that you don't have to take anything personally, because there's not a single person out there that cares enough about you to do anything to you personally, right? Everyone's just literally trying to survive, strive, succeed. And if they're having a bad day and you sort of get in their way, they're coming after you, right? It's all, nothing's personal. Nobody's doing anything personally, but our ego says it's about me. Why would they do that to me? Why is all this stuff happening to me? It's not a lot of stuff is happening for you, but you're choosing to see it a different way. And here's the thing. If shit keeps happening to you, step the fuck out of the way. Shit will stop happening to you if you move slightly to the right. Change course. That's why shit keeps happening. Shit keeps happening to you until you learn your lessons. And when you start looking towards learning the lessons, when you start looking towards being excited for the lessons, then the lessons themselves no longer hold any painful validity. You're like, holy fuck, this sucks real bad or doesn't. Or is this just another thing that I'm diving into? So stop being afraid of your lessons. Stop being afraid of shit. Stop, stop not wanting things to happen to you. Fuck that. Get into it. Dive into it. Rock it. Make it happen. Make crazy things happen and learn from the experiences. Take that information that you've learned. Apply it to your life. Make your life a million bucks. That's a good, that's a good note to end it. If you want to end it or if you want to continue. But that is good. Good stuff. Perfect. They can... You can do anything. Absolutely. Like sometimes when I need to get my brain, my, some days I wake up with a negative mindset and I like to sometimes listen to either your podcast that, that does reset or somebody else that has something good to say to say good, good, good things. You can do it. Excellent. Well, I'm happy you're a fan. I'm happy that we can help you, you know? Well, yeah, it is. And I think that's uh, a lot of the times we don't realize that the things that we listen to and the things that we watch affect a lot. Everything. Everything you put in your body, whether it's food, news, information, light, sound, anything. Yeah. All of it affects you 100%. Yeah. So thank you for, for joining us and sharing your, your view because I think your view can open, open doors. Excellent. Thank you very much for having really me. It was a that. pleasure. Thank you. I'll come back if I'm invited. Yes. <laughs> I'll come over anytime. There you go. All right. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.